0: Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is Matt and Hot Rod.
1: It's
0: Rodimus Prime. Oh, Rodimus Prime. You know, I knew it wasn't Hot Rod, but I didn't know what else it would be. Hmm. But now that you say Rodimus Prime, I get it. Hmm. I'll put him down.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Dexter's at my place again.
0: Yeah, we're at Matt's. yeah.
1: Shooting a little early because I have uh, engagement this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day early. Ooh, same time. Um, yes.
1: Well, it's during the day, but just in case. <laughs> just in case it goes oh, a little lighter. later. Yeah, yeah. Even though my introvertedness will probably go there, say hi, eat something, and then leave immediately. Yeah. Just to make sure that they knew I was there.
0: Who's wedding it? Uh, uh, my
1: friend Garrett, Garrett who and yeah, his fiance yeah. Haley, who were at my birthday party.
0: Yeah, they were fun people. Very. I'm true. a little disappointed they didn't invite me, but I wouldn't have gone. To be honest, the funny thing was is I'm
1: one of the only couple people that knew he was getting married at work.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Um, should we edit this out? There? No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Since our entire fan base is your coworkers. No, no, uh, it's fine uh yeah so anyway uh we don't have any uh specific topics to talk about so this is gonna be uh some catch-up episodes uh our episode i'm trying to think like what i even did the last couple of weeks um i guess we had halloween last week
1: yes how was uh, your halloween
0: it was good i what before we do that oh okay how was your birthday I had a birthday, didn't I? You
1: had a birthday three weeks ago and we didn't talk about it the last time and I felt bad that I didn't ask you how your birthday was. <laughs> I, I said you happy enough. birthday to you and yeah, everything. Uh, but we didn't we didn't have to alter recording. Yeah. And right. your birthday just kinda and we didn't do anything for it. We did stuff last the year last year.
0: Uh, uh, we got together for your birthday
1: before. Did
0: we? Yes. I remember the last time I remember doing anything is we went to go see Blade Runner. Uh well that was Which was a long time ago.
1: 2017 and mm-hmm. 2018 last year for my birthday i came over and we hung out and did s'mores yeah for your birthday we came over i came over we had a cookout hey, right, and right. then we had s'mores and hung out that mm-hmm, evening mm-hmm. and this year we just we uh never they s'mores. just didn't plan just didn't make plans i kept wanting to ask you is there something you want to do do you want to get together or something but yeah. it was also bitterly cold throughout october
0: yeah it was pretty cold and then i think my actual birthday was fine um, I just feel like it's been busy. Uh, this has been a busy year. Like, I think just catching up on all the things we couldn't do from the last few years. Um, but no, yeah, I'm disappointed, actually. I just realized we haven't, we didn't get together to do s'mores.
1: I know. I kept wanting to bring it up, but I kept forgetting as well. Yeah,
0: I, I, I thought about it so many times and then just. It's just like, I don't know, I need to figure it out. Anyway. Um, did you do
1: anything for your birthday?
0: No, I didn't. Um, the kids got me, what did the kids get me for my birthday? Uh, I got some pencils. I actually asked for pencils. Um, I was thinking about, we'll see if this ever happens. Uh, but I was thinking about making a YouTube channel. And my first series would be reviewing pencils, mechanical pencils have i talked about this to you no okay so i've used the same pencil uh a pentel uh 70 no 207 um it's a drafting it's got a metal tip uh, plastic body Mm -hmm. if you ever see like um drafting mechanical drafting pencils and they're blue it's that one
1: Oh, the ones we used in middle school for um, industrial tech—they no. had like thick. They—that's they a
0: five millimeter lead. This is okay. the one that I always use is seven point point seven millimeter. But for my birthday, I did get a point or a five millimeter lead one because I remembered those pencils from junior high mm-hmm. uh, from shop class. I'm like, I want to get that, so I got something similar. It's not exactly that. I really wish I could. I wish I could have found those because those were cool because they they're kind of like Exacto uh, knives. The way yeah. that they kind of gripped with like the like four. Grip things well like hobby lobby would have them wouldn't probably I? um i got something similar from some company called mr pen um and it's nice it's got like and it's got the uh sharpener in the back it's okay. just like little tiny blades in a little tiny hole mm-hmm. uh and it's fine um but i'm sure there are better ones but i got um let's see i got three millimeter so still pretty thick not quite the five i guess um uh, mechanical carpenter pencils Okay. Um, so that came with I got three. There's a yellow lead, a red lead, and a black lead, because F- when you're marking on wood, you want like a different color just depending on the wood. Uh, and those are kind of nice because they kind of look like screwdrivers, so they like, can like fit through like a hole or something or like whatever. Um, and then I got I got all the Pentel ones. So I got the point three, the point five, the point seven, and the point nine lead. Um. Anyway, so I, I basically I've been using the same pencil since college. In my three D design class, we had to get these very specific pencils. That's okay, so how they get you. And then, and I've just been using it. I think I bought three since I graduated, only because like I lost two. Um, but it's like the only thing I've ever actually like held on to. And never you know lost it and then just said screw it okay uh and so but so and i think i I was uh, looking at pencils somewhere and i was just like you know what i always get this one pencil like i don't know if it's the best or you know if there's better ones like it's nice but so i was just like i just wanted to test out a bunch of mechanical like really nice mechanical pencils uh and so a couple of them are kind of expensive which is why i waited for my birthday to ask for them and then uh, I actually ended up getting uh, very expensive wooden pencils as well. Um, they're meant, they're they're intended, I think, for draw like illustration because mm-hmm. I think they like they don't have they don't say like what hardness they are. It's just, like one's just said like one yeah. one just says soft, one says matte, and then the other one says some. Like, hard, I think. Okay. Um, and then they have – the the erasers are designed in a way that, like, they pop out the back. It's a rectangle shape. I know what you mean. Yeah. They pop out the back and you can kind of, like, pull it out. Yep. So it's, like, whatever. And they're very – they're not very expensive. And I think you can buy them in bulk just to kind of get the price back down. But I think they're, like, three or four bucks each if you buy them – individually
1: if you buy like a, bo- a pack of them it's, it's probably like like 12 to 15 bucks or something like
0: that yeah, for yeah. like 30 or i don't remember if something like or it was like 30 bucks for like 12.
1: yeah something like that
0: um anyway so i haven't tested those out i was just like these got to be good but yeah I, like i'm not gonna buy that on my own so i i guess i wasted my birthday wish for that um and then i also got a i think i told you actually last time we afterwards i got a class a writing class that i'm gonna take no I didn't tell you that. You did not tell me. I got a writing class I'm going to take. Okay. uh, Fiction, writing. I've just, I've never had formal education on it. I went to a school famous for writing. Well, you didn't go there for writing. No, I didn't. So it's understandable. But I lived next door to the writing workshop which is just kind of funny to me. Yeah. And I was always just too intimidated to try to take any of those classes. I don't know why. Um, Uh, But I went for art, and that's that's just what I was there for. Um, But yeah, no, and so I'm just, I'm taking a a class through an online thing out of New York. It's uh, it's called Gotham Writing Workshop. They get good, they have good reviews, and it's all online, so I figured why not. It's a 10-week course, and it's just to, like, learn how to, I just, like, I just figured if I'm going to try to write a book, like, I should understand it, Overhead oh,
1: structure to the best of your ability, better than you think you could do, maybe or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Make sure you're not make sure you're doing the right steps and stuff like
0: Correct. that. Correct. And yeah. also like I learn better from like hearing, doing, and then getting critique. I
1: mean, that's the only way I can learn so yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And so in this class, I think there are there's at least two opportunities to to submit work and then get a critique. Okay. And so like I I wanted that critique is really what I'm taking the class for. Because like if I suck at writing, I want to know. Where it is I suck, and I want to get better at it. What are you talking about? Just do the Stephen King method. Just
1: write literally every thought that comes to you I, and get it published, and then bitch on Twitter that you're not going to pay for your blue check. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's current events.
0: <laughs> did I tell you I re- I lis- listened to his book Stephen King on writing yes that is it's very fascinating but it's just like the whole time it's just like I can't do what Stephen King does I don't He think literally anyone can do what he Stephen literally King does. he comes up with he does no outlining oh. he comes up with a concept and he just writes until until it's done
1: Yep.
0: it's just ridiculous and I think he said in the book that which I guess I don't know if he was exaggerating or not but he only has had write uh, uh, whatever like a slump in his writing once when he was writing the stand. Which is a huge book. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it took him like 16 months to finish it because like, there's just a big period of it where he's just like, I, he didn't know what to do. Uh, and then I think
1: you kind of can tell with The Stand too.
0: Well, but he says like uh, some of his biggest fans are fans of The Stand. I believe it. It's just kind of weird because... I've never read it, I guess. I
1: haven't read it either, but I just know that all his big books, his big well-known books, The Stand, The Shining, It, yeah. things like that... All over the place.
0: Oh well, and that's the thing. Which I've only read a couple of things of his, and they're all over the place. Yeah. um,
1: Does he? Do you know? Does he self edit?
0: Um, No. Okay. So the way he describes his process is he writes it down without without editing while he's writing, and then he'll go back through and I think he pairs. He tries to take out twenty percent. Okay. And then he has, he has an editor who's been his editor his entire life. Okay, I was his wondering if he life. had an editor. Or I know. It's, it, it's like he has this one guy that's basically edited everything. Uh, and, was, and his wife will read it and he'll kind of take her advice as well.
1: I always wonder if like, because like, I know uh, from comics, uh, it can depend on whether the editor is actually in charge of the books. Yeah. Or if the writer is. And I've seen both. Where And I've seen both examples of good and bad. Interesting. But I do know one writer I knew, he had an editor on his book. It didn't matter. He was given complete free reign to do whatever he wanted because he was so well uh, loved by the fans. Sure. That they just let him do it. And you could very much tell because the thing was is his editor was also the writer on another book that was corresponding (laughs) with it. And they were both polar opposites of each other. Granted, different writers from different countries. One was British, one was American. Interesting. And you could tell. You could tell from the British book because he used British slang. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They spoke... uh, All the characters had British accents, essentially, in a comic. You could tell.
0: Yeah, you need an editor for that.
1: Well, (laughs) he needed an editor for structure, too. And that was the biggest problem. And he's someone that I've always said would have been a great TV writer. Yeah. Not a comic book writer. Because he was writing the comic like a TV show. Yeah, that's interesting. It was pretty. It got pretty bad at points where there's literally a bottle episode in a comic where it all takes place in one room. Oh. And it's even referred to. It says this comic invokes the old uh, trope of 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 TV shows where it's a bottle episode where Hmm. everyone's in one room. And my reaction is. Yeah. So, I mean, not to get off track or anything, but yeah, it's one of those things that I just noticed with someone who does not have an actual editor, where yeah. it's literally an editor and name, and they said repeatedly over the years, he was allowed to do whatever he wanted.
0: And yeah. so I've always kind of
1: thought maybe that's what Stephen King is, if maybe well, his editor is all a name, it's just a name, and that's it.
0: No, yeah, he has one. But the thing with him is, like, he just publishes a book, and it automatically sells millions of copies, because oh, people just love
1: him. Oh, does. Even nowadays. Yeah. And I know... Um, I haven't read anything that his son has
0: done. Which one? The one that's really well known. Uh, Joe, something... Joe Hill or something like that?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's got a lot of big books, too. Well, he, he does comics,
0: too, right? He, he does, does comics. Lock and Key,
1: right? And the weird thing is he looks like Stephen King like, 30, 50, like 40 years ago. He sounds like him, too. He looks and sounds just like his dad. Yeah. And the thing is... I have heard from people say that if you read one of his stories, your first reaction is really, this guy is a fan of Stephen King. (laughs) And then it's found out, oh, it's his his son. Yeah. Okay. But you know, I'm not putting blame on him because it makes kind of sense that if you grew up reading your father's work, there is probably a solid chance that you're going to pick up a lot of his uh styles and things
0: yeah like that. the the interesting thing too, like on that, uh I think it was his other son uh ha- wrote an uh, an epilogue in the book um about how even so like as soon as he was able to read chapter books, mm-hmm. Stephen King would hire his son, so he paid his son to make uh audiobooks for him, so like he I forget what the first book was it was like dune or something, and he just had him read dune and record it. Oh. And he paid him by the tape. Uh, and, and, and he said, it like, which, and from listening to the book uh, where, with Stephen King talking about it, like, I 100% think that Stephen King just wanted to be able to listen to these books and that the audiobooks just didn't exist. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but also, like, just to get his kids to read the books that he wanted them to read. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, that would make sense. And so he basically paid his kids just to read books. Uh, for him to then also get the audiobook for. And then it sounds like they give each other audio, like they'll record themselves reading books mm. as Christmas presents now, which oh, I thought was, okay. which is just very kind of cute, but it's, it's interesting.
1: It's very interesting. That Stephen King is literally someone I would not want to listen to reading an audiobook because it, of his voice.
0: Uh, I actually was really glad that he read it. Like, oh, really? so it, that, the audiobook that I got, yeah, it's him reading it and... Yeah, he does kind of have a, he has a, very a high voice, I guess. He's a very
1: high voice, but he also has quite the accent, too.
0: Yeah, he's from Maine. Yeah, um, he has
1: he has the eastern seaboard accent, the northern eastern it's, accent.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I got used to it. I actually liked it because I especially like audiobooks read by the author yeah. cuz they know where to have the inflection and stuff and in like especially in that book cuz it's a bit of a memoir and there was parts where he like kind of sounded like he was getting like kind of choked up reading reading parts where you would get choked up um which or like there's a couple parts where i'm just like how is he not sobbing right now
1: <laughs> i don't and, uh, i've always wondered because i i never did finish return of the king mm, audiobook yeah. with
0: andy circus because it just got so boring like the third yeah. book is
1: just incredibly boring yeah or <laughs> I'm, I'm literally on like the first chapter and i just can't get past it yeah uh, but i've always kind of wondered because i always said if i always if i if i kept getting into audiobooks which i'm kind of disappointed i got out of sure uh, i would have liked to have either hit the game of thrones but I don't really want to because I don't know if they're ever going to finish those books. Sure. Uh, but I've thought about the Harry Potter ones too. hmm But I was curious to see who mm. reads those. Um, Part of me would wonder if it would be uh, Harry Potter Rowling. But
0: no, we uh, we listened to the Harry Potter ones a long time ago when my wife was teaching high school because I always poo-pooed them because it's I, I don't know we, they were just a below our age when they came out oh yeah i mean the
1: first one well the first one came out in
0: the 90s i don't know i always i always turned my nose up to them i was just a jerk um but then because my wife's students were reading them because they were in high school we were just like okay let's just listen to them and i love those books yeah um but the uh, so we listened to the audio though so that we could kind of like listen to them together and on when we're driving and stuff and i i don't know who the 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 reader is but he was fantastic. Really I loved that guy. If I could find any like a, just a book that he's read, I would I would just get it. I
1: gotcha.
0: Um and like to this day, we will like say sorry, Harry because that's how he read. Whenever they said sorry, Harry, he's like sorry, Harry And oh. so like we'll say that to my kids and they'll just like my name's not Harry It's like, Yeah, you'll get it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I I, I can confirm, I guess, that, yeah. Harry Potter's good. Um, what, what What did you just say? What was the other one? Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't know. If I'm ever going to read Game of Thrones, it's going to have to be audio, I think. It,
1: yeah, that would be the same. But the biggest problem is it's all first-person point of views.
0: Is it different characters, like, changing the point of view? It's just a different person? Yeah. Okay. that's It's, it's like,
1: yeah, I mean, some one, like, one book has, like, three POVs okay. and stuff like that. But I still, That's it would have to be completed, because uh, George R. R. Martin just announced that he's three quarters done with his latest book.
0: Which how many books away is he from the end? Two,
1: but he hasn't published one since 2011. <laughs> right.
0: Oh man. So, so, he, so said, he has two more. Okay.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and so he says he's three quarters done with that one. Oh um, yeah. man. The second to last, and yeah. it's taken him that long. And granted,
0: he's got too much pressure. <laughs>
1: Well, he's also just like he has a, He's also written like five other books and, since yeah. then, and so he says he's not going to stop the way he's doing it, and it's like okay, enjoy your criticism then. But granted, it's like I said about on the previous one, Neil Gaiman's flat out said George R. R. Martin is not your bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does not work. He does not work for you. He's working for himself. He's telling a story that he wants to. Yeah. He is not your bitch that has to has to do what you tell him to do. Yeah. Which I respect a lot. But it's also, like, it's also been 11 years. He was on, like, a three-year span between books, and then he was at a five-year span. And it's just gotten bigger. Yeah. And it makes me kind of baffled to remember that it's been 15 years since the last Harry Potter book came out. 2007 (sighs) was when the final book happened. Really? Yes.
0: Well, I mean, all the spinoffs have been movies. uh, Well, there's only one spinoff.
1: There's all, well, there's only one movie that's based on... Well, the, the Fantastic Beasts are based off of one book, and it's yeah. a
0: textbook. Right. Well, and then there was the the Child, whatever. Oh, the Cursed Child. Yeah. Which is a play. Which then got made into a book as well, but... Is it an actual book? You know, it might be the play. Yeah, it might be the script. I think it's the just script. the manuscript, the yeah. script for the
1: play. Okay. It's the only thing they've released for it. And But, you know, once that she stops kind of having so many controversies for her... Yeah. I think it's just a matter of time before she writes another one.
0: Or well, she writes other books because so she has her pen name. Yeah, she writes no, mystery
1: novels. Cares. Well, I heard they're not good. Yeah. yeah I th- Well, that and I mean, to be honest, Harry Potter is like kind of plagiarized from like multiple sources.
0: Nah, she most- gets
1: pissed off about that. Like she took straight names from other stuff. Like, oh, really? Like Harry Potter. Remember we saw Troll 2 uh, for my birthday years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troll 1? is all about a boy named Harry Potter who finds a mystical, oh. magical land with witches and trolls. Oh, I didn't know
0: that.
1: And she denies that she copied all that.
0: But it's basically that. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and um, hmm. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, are yeah. you excited for doing this writing class and everything?
0: Yeah, I'm very excited. It's
1: not till January, though. How, what are, um, like? I've never done an online class before. Hmm? What is it? Is it videos that you so, watch? So,
0: yeah, I've only... Okay, so when I worked at Drake, I was I took two semesters, so I took two, I took two classes because okay. they were free because I worked there. Okay. And the way that worked, because that's the only online class I've ever taken, uh, did it have recordings? It might. I, I don't know. know that it even had. I don't know that it even had recordings. I think I just I, I read like a paper okay. that the professor made. I think the professor could have recordings because
1: I don't know anything about this. I've never taken online courses. I have to do trainings at work, and it's 50-50, whether it's actually a video or something that I have to watch. So I don't know how online classes work. I I will fully admit, I have
0: only done in-class schooling I've yeah. never done online so I think like so the way it was at Drake and I think most universities is like it's either a reading or a video to watch my wife just got her master's so then uh, it was all it was a lot of videos and then a lot of reading and then writing a paper okay. and that's basically what it was Drake I would read something I would write a little report basically proving that I read it Yeah, like it's just enough to prove that you did it and then you submit that by the end of the week and they're just kind of like is that, that what online courses are? And then they're spread out. And then usually um, you have to log in. Uh, there's like a, a, a feed. Basically, you leave a comment about the reading or the video. And then you have to comment on two other people. That's how most of them are. Okay. And so then there is a little bit of an interaction there as well. Um, so then this one is an online course. For, as far as I understand, it's a rec- similar thing. A recording, there's like chat room. Um, They have scheduled chat room time where you can actually talk to each other, but I don't think that that's required. And then there's submissions and then reading each other's work and critiquing. Okay. Um, But then this school also has Zoom courses. Oh, yeah. So then you sit for the classroom on your computer... And then it's the same thing otherwise where you're doing the same type of work or and reading. Uh, the textbook is just like a book that they, that the school actually has produced. I actually saw it at Half Price Books. I almost bought it there. But it was like an older version, so then I ended up getting a new one on Amazon. Okay. Um,
1: this is the only for me. For people who don't know, Dexter and I went to college nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> like we, uh, yeah. we, went, we graduated from high school almost 20 years ago and then went to college. So it's like yeah. I haven't... Taking a college class oh, yeah. since 2008.
0: Yeah, it's a, yeah. And it was... <laughs> Got a reunion coming up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, high school reunions in 18 years, uh, 19 and a half. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of weird because... Um, I went to school. You, we, we both went to college for the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Dexter completed. I did not. But yeah. uh, we went to school for design.
0: Yeah.
1: And you went for graphic design and web design, didn't you?
0: No. Uh, they didn't. They only had one web design course at the time at the University of Iowa. That's how cutting edge they were. Uh, I took it and I hated it. And I said, I'm never doing this again. And now it's my job. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I have, I have a Bachelor of fine arts and, and graphic like print design really is what my, my degree is in. I guess I've
1: never asked do you have a major and a
0: minor? So to get the BFA you kind of have to have a minor like it they refer to it as like minor art studio so no. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, but I don't I, know because I don't know a lot about majors like, and minors. But I know a lot of people that I know, I like at work and things like that. People I've met, yeah. a lot of them always say I have a major in business and a minor in psychology. Yeah, which I'm like, is that just a four year and a two year then?
0: Or? No, you can usually tack a minor on pretty like so. Usually, so at a four year college like that, you have to take a bunch of dumb classes just to get credits. Pre And so yeah. Uh, yeah, prereqs. Well, not even prereqs even because like you have to do your prerequisites and then you just you just have. You just have credits that you have to fill. Yeah, you have um, to get X amount. And so... In like, high school, you yeah, have to get X amount. Yeah, and so... Yeah, and so then, basically, you kind of fill it with whatever, like, um...
1: You did a DMac, you did a play.
0: Yeah, well, I thought I was doing acting for a while. Because yeah. uh, oh. I was an acting major for a semester. But, um... I just filled mine with, uh, like, Japanese history classes and Japanese art classes. Yeah, a lot of people um, do art history and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I probably, if I phlebotomy uh, not phlebotomy <laughs> but like agricultural yeah, yeah yeah
1: or plant plant studies and stuff like yeah. that I mean I think Tom did one or two of those a lot of people I know they just take these bullshit classes just to pull up a credit
0: yeah 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 well and like uh, I had a friend who took a class on the Beatles okay yeah because like it was a credit yeah or uh, cross country skiing
1: and that's what I hate because that was my problem with school Yeah. is yeah. I just wasn't prepared for it at all Mm-hmm. And so I always got super overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because I was pretty much drilled uh, growing up and like everyone around me that uh, in school, you have to take an English class, Mm -hmm. a history class. You have to take a uh, math class. Mm -hmm. Every single course, like every single semester or trimester, you had to take one of those. Mm -hmm. And now being 38, realizing... I didn't have to do any of that, and it really ticks me <laughs> off because one, I didn't do very good in school. Yeah, I didn't. Ha- I was undiagnosed with dyslexia. Yeah, uh, but and nobody would, nobody did anything about it. Mm-hmm. But I found out all growing up through high school and for what college I did. I was just copying what I did in high school, which wasn't what I should have been doing in high school, where I took almost no extracurricular activities, oh, except yeah. for I was, I was in drama, which was after school, mm-hmm. and I was in band, which I didn't like being in, mm-hmm. but everything else was always a math class for mm-hmm. four years, yeah. a English class for four years, a history class for four years, mm-hmm. and it was always the same ones. Like It was always the same thing I took every year, and... Then me wondering why the heck is so and so not taking any math junior and senior year because he didn't have to, he didn't have to. He and he just took basic, he took general and integrated math, he took yeah. the bottoms, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took the bottoms to get into the advanced stuff, and I had no business being in there because yeah. I'm not just dyslexic with words, I'm dyslexic with numbers too, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so. I failed algebra and algebra two hmm. and I literally had no business taking them because all it did was hurt my GPA later on. Yeah. Whereas I knew guys that were like, oh, I took general math freshman year, and then I took integrated math, which was just one level above, and then they didn't take any more math. Yeah. And then uh taking uh what was it? Earth science, bio uh bio, oh, yeah. bioscience and then taking chemistry and physics. I did all those. I was a D student in chemistry. Hmm. And for some reason, I took physics because I thought it was what's expected out of me. Yeah. I legit did... I took art classes right. until I failed art because I had a bad teacher. And I'm not making excuses. Yeah. I had a bad teacher who literally said I had no potential.
0: Which is funny, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: And, um... And so I didn't take any extracurricular courses. Mm-hmm. I didn't take any, or what are they called? Um,
0: like choir?
1: I didn't like choir. I, well, I, what
0: would be an extracurricular in high school? I mean, like Mostly band, art or band, music art. classes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, um, oh, foreign language.
0: Yeah, which the only reason to do that in high school, so you don't have to do it in college.
1: Yeah, because I think
0: my my high school you only had to do two years or two yeah two years. You had to do two years to graduate, which which then meant I had to do two semesters in in college, which sucked. And I didn't take
1: I took one course in Spanish, and I didn't want to do it anymore, so I just didn't take any foreign classes because I didn't want to. Yeah. And uh, hmm. but I took all these courses that I really probably, based on myself, should not have taken. Yeah. And then when I went to college. I signed up for college courses and I was just redoing what I was doing in high school because yeah. originally when I went to college, I wanted to go to Iowa State because yeah. I was going to want to be a school teacher. Yeah, yeah, So I was like, well, I'm going to DMAC just to get my prerequisites out of the way. So I was just taking the general classes and mm. I was not doing well in those either. Granted, I had an issue that wasn't discovered till yeah. I was much older, but I had no clue what I was doing. And then when I switched to the graphic design program, I still had to do prerequisites, which I hated. It's like why can't yeah. I, why can't I just do what I'm going to school for, because that's what's going to be important to me. Yeah, like I get taking maybe a writing class or maybe a uh, a studies class or something like that for also what I would be doing. Yeah, but why the hell do I need to be taking like math classes or history classes?
0: Well, that's just what a liberal arts degree is. Yeah. But and, and, and that's the that's a general critique of a liberal arts degree. But um I mean and that's why I think now there's the rise of, you know, take getting online certifications. Yeah. So like my job, I didn't go to school for what I do. Yeah, I, I was just
1: gonna bring that up because you're you're you do web design and you don't I, like I don't even do design, I do web development. You would do web development
0: and you went to school for design. Yeah, I'm all uh I'm I don't know, ninety percent self taught. For it, what I do.
1: Is it mainly because you had a degree and it was quote unquote so, side in it, like parallel to the field that you were, you went to school for that you got the jobs and then you just developed the skills I, while doing
0: it? I basically read it. I couldn't get a job being a graphic designer. It's because, really hard by the way. Cause no one told me how to do it in my school. Uh, yeah, Dexter
1: didn't go to a school that was known for design.
0: Oh well, they they had a de- uh, they had a really good masters program actually. Um but no like they they just didn't have a good system for like helping you get a job which is really funny because they like to tout how many people get jobs right out of college. Yeah. Uh, but nobody School, helped me with that. So Most
1: colleges do. Most colleges will like uh, pretty much the advertisement for that's is their biggest one we right. will help you get a job and they won't. And then what the they do is, is they will get you an internship that you have to work for and then yeah. the fingers crossed is and this is at DMAC, this is at ISU too. You, The biggest thing is they say, we will help you find a job after college. No. You have to go do an internship, and you have to cross your fingers and toes that your internship will hire you. Yeah. And that's most places. My company does the same thing. We have an internship program, and mm-hmm. we usually bring on our interns. Yeah, But that's what it is. And, uh, I mean, uh, while I wasn't in the design program when all my friends were, mm-hmm. I hung out with them because I was... I was carpooling with one of my closest friends, and he was in the same building. So I made all these friends. Mm -hmm. I met so many people in that program from being around them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, probably over 50% did an internship over the summer between the year or at the end of their last semester, they did their internship. And then starting in the fall, they were working at those places. But the biggest thing was is most of them were interning at a front desk and yeah. when they were hired cool. what were they doing the front, the front desk. desk yeah
0: uh yeah and that's i think what a lot of internships are but so for me though like i because i started doing i was managing a cafe and roasting coffee oh yeah uh, i remember the, the, the I, coffee days and i decided i wanted to actually do my degree um but yeah i was having trouble finding anything and i read an article once that just said if you're a de- if you're a designer who can't find a job you should learn how to code Yeah, and I well, I taught myself HTML in junior high, so I was just like, all right, I can do that again. And I actually I found then an internship, and they let me hang out basically, Um, and I just learned how to code, and and then my first handful of jobs i was a, i was no, no my first yeah job i was a designer and a developer so like i would design the website and then build it was this in iowa city uh, oh that internship was yeah i didn't do but what your you... job was because i no didn't... no no that was uh downtown that was okay because that's the weird thing i was just gonna bring this up
1: because there was we, we've talked about before there's about six years where you and i saw each other maybe once a year or every couple of years because you were living in iowa city yep and you were going to college there. Yep. You you went and did college because your wife was go, you were your girlfriend your girlfriend your fiance and your wife lived in Iowa City. Yeah. You moved to be there. You transferred to college to be with her. Yep. Um, I and I was just wondering about that if you did anything other than work because I remember you were you worked at coffee shops.
0: I worked well. I worked at the one coffee shop cafe. Yeah. I was a barista and then I roasted for them and then I, straight out of college, my wife got the job at the high school in Iowa City. And so then we wanted to stay there, obviously. Um, and so then I started managing the cafe.
1: Okay, Co- that's right.
0: A couple years after that, I did didn't want to manage that. I didn't want. I just that's a, that's a miserable job, and I'm sorry to anyone who manages a cafe. But um, and so yeah, then I got I I talked to an agency in Iowa City, got an internship for six months, um, and then I then I couldn't find a job doing that even. Um, and so then I was I worked at a bank for. Like a, not even a year. I
1: forgot about the bank. Yeah. yeah that was miserable. Um, I, I forgot you worked at a bank. You were just a teller, weren't you? Yeah, I, I was a
0: bank teller. I hated it so much. I've never hated a job that much. Um, and then... Yeah, and then my wife got a job here. Uh, and you guys in, moved. The, in the Des Moines area. Yeah, and then we moved back. And I worked for my brother for six months. That's right. You did brother... You did floor work. Yep, I did. floor. Tile, hardwood, and laminate. Um, and yeah, one day I... I finished up a bathroom, and I I just look. I was looking at my work, and I was like, "I don't want to do this." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I went. I got a. I, I went to a boot camp. Is what those are called, uh, where you. It's basically a certificate program. Okay. Uh, but so I went back to Iowa City for three or four months. I don't remember. I
1: do remember when you did that. You um, were gone. You. I remember you were gone for a little while because yeah. you moved back. Um, I just and came then back I and from remember you. You told me. I got to go back to Iowa City because I'm doing a program. Yeah.
0: I do remember this now. And, yeah, I came back uh, on the weekends. I stayed in a friend's house. I basically just went to class, went back to their house and played video games, and then went to sleep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and because it was, like, the first time I was a bachelor since... I got married when I was 20. <laughs> That's right. That summer, that summer where you moved. It was winter. Cause oh, I remember, was it winter? It was in January. It was bitter cold. I, and I, I, there was no good parking in Iowa City. I, I had to park that. like two miles away from the class and walk in the bitter cold. It sucked. But it was a fun little class. Uh, I liked the people I was with and the teacher was nice. Um, but yeah, and then I immediately, within a week of that ending, I got that job downtown at an agency. Uh, again, I was designing and and co- coding web uh, front end coding websites, and then from there I worked at Drake for a ye- not not a little over a year. Yeah. So I was downtown for three and a half years. Yep. I was at Drake for like a year and a half, and I've actually now been at my current job longer than any other job I've been at as an adult. Okay because the longest job I ever had was at Pioneer now Corteva yeah, uh, working kids. in alfalfa yeah. yeah I know more about alfalfa than any inner city kitchen now <laughs> well inner city I, uh, whatever you know what I mean Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting, cause I knew
1: some of this stuff but I didn't know others because yeah I wondered I didn't think that you did you worked in the field in Iowa City, but I could not recall. Uh, I forgot about your I, – I knew about – I remember your coffee stuff. I yep. forgot all about your bank stuff. Yeah. But I remember you guys were there because Kelsey had her job. Her
0: yeah, job. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she loves it, Because I remember too.
1: there was that point that was where um, you and I just kept in touch through uh, through uh, texting and calling and stuff. Cause yeah. We kept touch. But I remember for a, a long time you would just text me randomly saying, I think we're moving back. Yeah. And I'd get so happy and it's like, <laughs> it's like Kelsey's got some openings. We're going to see if we move back. And I said, I said, we're do you guys our... want to? And you're like, yes, yeah, we want to. Our whole family's there. We want yeah. to move back. Yeah. And, but yeah, that, that's one thing that's kind of something I've always had to explain to people with the design field is, yeah, I mean, I'll you, like... I mean, you're in web development.
0: And I do I, some design stuff here and there. Like, uh, for my job, but like, like I'm not the lead. Like I'm not designing websites really. Yeah. Like I get, like I get some projects where I get to design a page, maybe like uh-huh. just based on the other designs. But yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's one of those things where I, I don't know about you, but I only know one person who's in the graphic design field, and it's Eddie. Yeah, and he's he's actually doing stuff. He's too. doing very well. He's yeah. published books and things like that. His own, excuse me, he's uh published his own books, but he has been in the field. And it's worked out for him because he dived into it. He, yeah, he had to move eight out, six to eight hours away. Yeah, he's been there ever since. But he's doing well, and this is just with his two-year DMACC degree.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I'm he, trying to think. I need to check on like the people that I graduated with and see what they're doing.
1: I mean, none of my, my none of the friends I made are, I mean... Yeah,
0: well, a lot of the people that I graduated with went to, like, New York City, Chicago. Yeah. they Like, they went to big cities where the work was, which and, was my problem, I suppose.
1: And a lot of my friends did not end up going into the fields. And I don't want to... I'm not judging them because well, no, it's some just, of them might like, listen to does, this. Design's whatever. a hard field. It's a very difficult field, unfortunately, but, I mean, like, I know... as
0: art tends to be... Well, nobody wants to pay a designer. That's the problem.
1: That's the thing. I mean, a lot of people end up just doing freelance... Or contract which
0: work. you can only do for so. Some-
1: <laughs> yes, I've, um, it's 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 not unlike the comic book industry. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I mean Tom. Tom graduated with it. Yeah, uh, Tanner. Tanner, I would probably say is pretty close because Tanner's a tattoo artist. Yeah, but it took him uh, ten years after graduating to do tattoo artist. He did independent. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of commission work and things like that. But he also worked like four jobs raising two kids. Yeah. with his wife, who also was a uh, owned a hair salon. Yeah, well and so that they were already doing work by uh, pay by work
0: yeah
1: uh, but another friend did uh did not graduate literally only had to do his internship and he never he didn't do it so he just didn't graduate sure just became a full-time uh uh community college student for like five
0: years hmm
1: just kept yeah just going to a two-year college for five years that's weird and uh he just became a full-time student Tom used to say he was trapped in a Doonsbury comic <laughs>
0: yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's a good way of saying that. Oh, um, that's
1: funny. And I sadly did not get to complete school. Yeah, I, uh, which kind of sucks because I wasn't doing well at dMac doing just my prerequisites. met my friends, went to uh, switched it, was getting all A's. First time ever taking courses, getting all A's. Yeah. Uh, my dad got sick yeah my grades started to fail because my concentration was gone yeah and I dropped out I dropped out without penalty though oh because you had a reason basically yes because yeah. I was when did I start college I started college in September I think it was when college started or August mm-hmm. uh, it was November when I dropped out so I was in mm-hmm. college for three months mm-hmm. and I was getting all A's yeah and then by the last month my grades started decreasing my, my productivity was down everything yeah. was kind of falling apart and so I emailed the dean and said, hey, here's my situation. My, my father is dying of cancer. Yeah. I, I really don't feel like I can do this right now. I would like to drop out. Is it possible? And the dean reached out to me and said, we will, um, we will dismiss your courses Uh, we will not refund you, obviously, because it was way past, but we will not hold this against you. We will not give you instant fail. No
0: demerits, yeah. Yeah, not a fail is good. Yes, and uh, I
1: appreciated it. Yeah. My dad did pass away, um, but unfortunately by then I already had a full-time job. Yeah. a full-time job, I already had bills, and I couldn't go back. But I was going to college part-time for about a year, just taking Hmm. one class. Oh, taking, yeah, yeah. taking a night class after work sure uh, I was going and just doing in like I was pretty much retaking the classes that I had mm. I was in the middle of I took a I took an intro to desktop publishing which mm. I already was halfway through it when I dropped out so I did fairly well in it yeah uh, which sucks anyway because they're just kind of teaching you know, the most basic stuff with Photoshop sure and yeah. Illustrator yeah and InDesign which InDesign sucks and I took topography again Topography? topography, typography, typography, typography. Yes, um, <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, I uh, um, And I had a really good teacher.
0: Yeah, that's and good. I got an
1: A in that class too, and I got an A in my thing. The funny thing about DMAC is all the instructors, especially for night school.
0: Oh yeah,
1: are full time people? Who They're graphic just,
0: designers. Yeah,
1: they are. Uh, the guy who did my typography class was he worked I think for a newspaper or a magazine.
0: Probably for Gannett, yeah.
1: Which made sense considering the that register, yeah. he just typed. It was all about font and type. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And my intro to desktop publishing was uh, a president, an owner of a design company in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. An older guy, probably fi- mid-50s, had a soul patch. Uh, i trying dre- to think if I know him. <laughs> uh, probably not because I think I just described 90% of the graphic design owners. Sure. Um, and this was fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was well dressed and everything. Mm-hmm. Super laid back, but not in a lazy way. Very helpful. Yeah, and yeah. he did everything. He he helped us. Like he wasn't just like I had one instructor. That
0: was well, I, bad. I feel like D, I had better instructors at DMac than I did at Iowa. Like I, at least for like the prerequisite stuff, I guess. Because like I, I like my my art professors at Iowa a lot. Like because they they liked. What they did, but they were full time art professors. Yes, Whereas, that's the thing.
1: They're professors. The at DMAC, they're certified instructors. Like instructors,
0: and they're doing it because they love to teach and they love yes. the craft. And well, so that's interesting. My, I had
1: <laughs> I had some instructors that were full blown teachers, mm-hmm. and then I had others that weren't. Yeah, uh, Megan, the mm-hmm. first class that Megan and I had together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we took um, composition comp mm-hmm. one. That's how we met. Yeah. And this was a dude who's, it was a part-time gig. And it was a day class, too. And it was twice a week. It was a two-hour course. Mm-hmm. We were out in 40 minutes every time. Mm-hmm. And half the time, this dude had a pink slip on his door, which meant he wasn't going to be in. That's funny. And the thing was, is uh, later on, Megan reminded me of this, but he had like a rash. Megan uh, is someone that Dexter went to uh, high, high school, school with yeah. and someone I met at college. And we both found out that we knew you and we became friends. Yeah. But he had funny. he had like a red rash. He had some kind of illness. Oh, I know. And that's... so he was always missing. Yeah. But literally, this guy was our, our um, composition teacher, which yeah. comp is writing essays like rainy, and stuff yeah. like that. Creative writing. Like, not creative writing, but writing. Oh. He would start every class that he was in by counting our heads, <laughs> counting how many names he had on there. Mm-hmm. And then he would write a word of the day mm-hmm. on the board. And then we would read a passage or something like that in our book. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we'd be done. <laughs> and I got... Meg got an A. Yeah. And she missed a lot of class. I went every time. And again, extremely dyslexic. And I got an A. Mm. This dude didn't read a single goddamn paper I wrote. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. That's because true. my grammar is okay. My, my spelling is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, it was one of those things where at the time I didn't think about it, but then looking back and I'm like, there's no way in hell that I got A's in a writing class because here's the thing, took comp two, failed it. Yeah. I had to take comp two again <laughs> and I passed it. Not greatly, but yeah. uh, comp two, one, we had a nutball of a teacher. and But yeah, it was, it was different things. So it was one of those cases where we had a super laid back teacher who was just hmm. kind of around if he was. Yeah. Didn't prep us, though, for what was going to come with the next level. I mean... That's I, too bad, yeah. I had a teacher in college who um, we all bought the book, and he told us to go back and return it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i trying to think. I didn't take comp until Iowa. I think I took reading and writing class. Like. I took a
1: couple intro to re- reading and writing, yeah. and then after I took those, this is another thing of, well, I finished this. i got to take the next level, yeah. unfortunately, and I got into comp. And I had okay, a,
0: so maybe that's why. Yeah,
1: but yeah, I had that. But yeah. I had a terrible teacher who was just put... I, my Comp 2 teacher, I took it twice. Yeah. The first one I ended up dropping out of. Like, I hmm. was getting an F, and it was terrible. All she was was, like, this crazy Christian lady who just wanted to talk about how bad Suburban Sprawl was.
0: Oh, yeah. Th- I felt like I had a... My, uh, sociology professor or whatever teacher in DMAC, Yeah. And like he basically just wanted you to listen to NPR it seemed like. like t- we would have gotten extra credit to listen to NPR. <laughs> I took
1: so- which is fine, I guess. Well, but- I took sociology twice in college. Yeah. I dropped out of the first one because it was this this Really bitchy lady who was uh, just telling us all about cultures. Yeah, which that's well, sociology. That's a Here's the thing. <laughs> dropped out of it. To, uh, wasn't, I wasn't. I couldn't stand the teacher. She was yeah. just mean as shit. Everyone thought she was a raging lesbian. Okay. Uh, the second time I took it, I took it with a foreign guy, like a guy from India. Oh. The entire sociology class was just about the different kinds of sex different pe- people have around the world. Okay. <laughs> we, we talked about Dude, you we, took
0: a Kama Sutra class?
1: It was insane. He was another instructor that we never opened the book for. Yeah. But he would tell us about, like, the bodily fluids that developed during sex. What a weird class. It was so weird. And yeah. I'm like... I remember even pulling out my sheet and going, Sociology 101, all right. I'm like, this is the right class. This is his name. All right. I mean, it was another teacher who just taught his own
0: way. Yeah. And you know what? You probably probably remember more. Kudo.
1: Yes, that was the thing. And he was, because he didn't use his book. Yeah. And I absorb oral knowledge. Yeah. uh, I, I absorbed so much. And then when the test came, I mean, I just passed him, and I got an A in that class too. <laughs> Not because I knew the subject matter, yeah. but because uh, he was easy to teach. He talked yeah. about, um, he talked, yeah, he talked about all that kind of stuff. But then he also talked about. Essentially preparing you for marriage in life, (laughs) telling you about, like, uh, talking about how much weddings will cost, what your average cost of a wedding ring should be, the preparations for all your wedding stuff and the receptions and things like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and this was a guy who, like, he told us he was been married for, like, 45 years.
0: Wow. And
1: it was very unusual because I took, I retook classes and I had different instructors. Yeah. And it was literally, like, learning.
0: Well, that's community college for you, yeah.
1: Very much is he Which, was someone who I think actually was like he had a professor's degree.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I had uh, my one of my reading and writing courses. The guy was a cartoon. Like he always wore kind of like 80s, 90s style khakis, mm-hmm. uh, tucked in white, short sleeved, caught like button up shirt, and he had the type of glasses that pinched onto your nose. Like it, it didn't have the ear things. Like and so he would just like constantly be like re pinching them onto his oh. nose. Uh, and he, his hair was like, he didn't have frames that go around your ears. No. Like it was literally just like, it just pinched onto your nose, like a cartoon. Uh, and then his hair was like immaculate, like always done very well. Like he, like, he looked like he was going to go work like at an agency downtown or something. Uh, and he would just chat with us. And like, I remember there's one kid in particular, they would uh, talk about where to get Keystone Light. <laughs> because like there was nowhere in town that sold it, apparently I don't know. Um, and so there's like, oh yeah, you got to go down to like Indianola or wherever I don't know where. But uh, and it's just like, what a weird class. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: I remember I took uh, Intro to Computer Technology, mm-hmm. and I passed it, but I didn't like my grade, mm-hmm. so I retook it the next semester. And the first time I took it, it was just pretty much Intro to Microsoft Word, mm-hmm. Excel, crap like that. I took the same class again because I didn't like my grade. Mm-hmm. So oh, That's I took, interesting. I took it again. Mm-hmm. It was the exact same class. Same book, same everything. Big, big fat guy. <laughs> and he he, he uh, is the instructor. He only taught us coding. For what class again? Intro to Computer Technology. Oh, interesting. 101. Yeah. We learned how to do HTML.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm literally going... I learned how to use an Excel spreadsheet.
0: Which is what I would expect, yeah.
1: No, he taught us coding. Interesting. And then, at, you know what our qu- our tests were? Huh. Probably what you would have had to learn. We literally had to build a code, yeah. put in our flash drive, our two megabyte flash drives yeah. back in 2005, Yeah. pull it out, hand it to him. He'd be lodged back in his chair, plug it in, look at it, pull it out, do it again. <laughs> yeah? Just only taught us coding. It was so odd because I'm like, yeah, this is the same class.
0: It's funny to me to take one class where you're trying to learn what I do for a job because that's how the the web develop or the web design class at at Iowa was. Was like in one semester they were teaching us, like at least two years worth of stuff that's kind of what it felt like and and like it's just like nobody here is making a good website
1: no and it was so <laughs> difficult we were just making some weird code yeah and making some like we were essentially making I don't know something that would work yeah. like you hit up you hit enter and it would yeah I remember this it would just fluctuate with numbers oh yeah yeah okay and it would show whether it was active or not huh and I remember the book was so confusing because the textbook he gave us was that and yeah. it would just be pages and pages. Of stuff that you would just be typing numbers in. Yeah. And letters to try and dashes and stuff to make it work. Well, yeah. It was very difficult.
0: That's old JavaScript probably.
1: Yeah, it was hmm. very unusual. And I can only imagine that's probably like what Travis had to learn all day long. Because uh, Travis, is I mean, he has a degree in IT, which I'm guessing that's computer science
0: um well he probably does networking i think yeah um which yeah i guess so there's probably i don't know well i guess i don't know exactly what he does so like i know my dad he went for community or like yeah networking and so like my dad's job is he monitors the internet essentially um so he works in Uh, somewhere uh, wherever in town and like he'll get like a beep on the screen and he'll tell him like the router yeah and like this address isn't working Mm -hmm. and so then my dad has to like assess why it's not working and then figure out yeah. like what system is broken mm-hmm. and then go f- ha- send somebody out to go fix it and then they probably do some coding so I don't know or yeah, programming
1: yeah. well I mean Travis he works for the he does IT for the DOT and Ames
0: yeah which I know, IT is such a broad term it really is and he did IT, he
1: did IT for the hospitals yeah. all around central Iowa and stuff like that yeah so that's what he's been doing and I mean he works from home he's completely remote now yeah and I've always been like well, could be
0: doing a- programming I was like well what happens
1: if the server goes down? Don't you have to leave? And he goes, no, I just call someone and tell him to flip it on and off.
0: It's different people doing different things too. Cause like, yeah, like my dad is monitoring things, but he, and he, you know, he probably could have gone the course of actually going out and physically fixing it. But like he took, he went the way of sitting at a desk yeah. instead. Um, and it's just different jobs because like uh, I think he did help
1: desk originally with the hospitals True. like if someone's monitor like computer went down yeah he, well then no, like, there's
0: that IT work which is I, I think that's miserable. what Travis
1: mainly does yeah is only that because I know when at the hospital he would he'd be in his office and then someone would say my computer's down and he'd try and do a remote yeah. he couldn't so then he'd have to get up and go to the floor and actually turn it on and off because someone yeah. couldn't do it it's not like he had to do like the computers that worked on like uh, surgeries and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Well, those are very specific. Yeah.
1: He didn't ever have to do that kind of stuff, but he yeah. did moderate IT work. And I know that's yeah. what his brother does too
0: at Pioneer. Oh, I'm sure that's complicated. His brother's been a
1: pioneer for almost 20 years.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, the thing too, like that, that just makes me think of like the IT group at, when I was at Drake, like they did anything from backend development to setting up servers to managing the servers and like if a department needed a website they would just kind of like throw together a wordpress site for them real quick mm-hmm. um and it's i mean it just ranges from like things that i can do that i just taught myself in junior high to like things that are just ridiculously complicated and i couldn't imagine doing what did you do at junior high because we went to junior high together what class was that? when i would go to my dad's on the weekend oh, so my okay. dad my dad lived like two towns over yep. uh and i just had nothing to do because he worked uh, he had like the third shift or whatever, so like I and he'd work on the weekends. So, like I'd just be at his house. Yeah. Uh, and he had it. And I didn't. My mom didn't have a computer, but my dad did. So I just get oh, on so it, just I on just got on his there. computer and I okay. just figured out how to build websites. Okay. I just got bored.
1: Man, I I. <laughs> that's the one thing I can do. I can build broken websites. Yeah. About ten years worth of five one five comics of building busted websites. <laughs> and I always hated having to go into the coding section. Because I could never figure uh, it out.
0: It's, yeah, I I mean, I've been doing
1: you, it for 20 years. Yeah, because we used... Um, God, what did we use? What's the Apple version? Of, what's the Adobe version of uh, web design? Dreamweaver? Yeah, we were using Dreamweaver back in 2008. My my
0: old boss at my old job used Dreamweaver so it can't be that bad. Yeah, I mean it was pretty basic. I made fun of him a lot, it was though.
1: literally just dragging your image over and then position it.
0: Yeah, it's like. a whizzy, or it had a WYSIWYG capability. Um but yeah, no, I I just use code or whatever, text editors that highlight the code so you can actually read it easier, but I, which is funny to me. To think
1: we stopped using Dreamweaver for five oh five comics and we started using Oh, what you guys what you're helping Tom with now. Uh, WordPress? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He, he used
0: a WordPress site for there for a little while. Yeah, I need to set him up with that. Sorry, Tom, if you're listening. Uh,
1: <laughs> so we use WordPress. And I had a little bit of trouble doing that one. Like, I had to send Patrick quite a few emails saying, well, I, don't know how to, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: WordPress is interesting, though, because like you have to set it. Like, that. that's where it gets more complicated, because you have to set up the server, then you have to set up the database to post the blogging you know like when you save the blog it's saved onto and it's basically it's getting saved into an excel sheet
1: yeah um, and that's kind of what i remember doing it where i literally would just have to put my image on there and then i would have to activate my links yeah and i remember i just i did okay with it but i really i it's something that's beyond me it really is
0: yeah and i think it's gotten better since then because that was like 10 years ago oh when was that when did we start doing that um, I moved back in 2011. Uh,
1: no, this was probably about 2012
0: we started. Yeah, yeah 10
1: years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gotcha.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Anyway, what have you been up to?
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) An hour in. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that while we were talking stuff, and I'm like, going, I'm
0: sorry. You were talking about college. I'm
1: so glad that I have nothing to talk about because I really don't. It was more or less us just talking about uh, things over growing up and things, but. Somehow that
0: devolved from my, my birthday, so that's well,
1: good. I watched Sleepy Hollow for the first time in a long the time. The Johnny Depp one? Yes. Did huh. you and I go see that in theaters? It came out in 99, so it had to be a movie you and I went and saw together. Yeah, I saw. I only saw it in the theater, so it was probably with you. It was yeah. probably with us, and because I, I do remember the theater. I saw it, and it was theater, too, at, at Perry. It was in the yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that must have been sense. us, mm-hmm. 99. Uh, I watched that, which I'm like... I, I, it was in my brain because I watched. It's a Tim Burton film, isn't it? Yes. I said it feels
0: like a Tim it's Burton. rated
1: movie too, which I was kind of surprised. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. That's pretty violent. Uh, but I watched that, and I hadn't seen it for a very, very long time—probably fifteen years. He's like <laughs> and I'm like, man, this movie's still pretty fun,
0: and it goes huh. so quick. Yeah, I remember. I remember it feeling really fast. Is it, it does. just a ninety-minute movie or? Um, hour 45 I think or something like that so yeah roughly 90 to okay.
1: 100 minutes um, I watched that and I liked that I hmm. was like I don't like Tim Burton and I don't like Johnny Depp but I do enjoy this movie
0: it's a very out of the ordinary film for them yes it's yeah. very gothic
1: yeah and I, I watched that which I enjoyed and then I did like last week watch a movie that you and I did go see in theaters Hulk I watched Signs oh uh, yeah did we you and I once saw Signs you stayed at my dad's house and we watched it or no you walked home I think then uh, well, no, it was 2002, so you were in...
0: Oh, you lived in Dallas Center, yeah? Maybe
1: you drove home. You know, you 2002.
0: Over. Yeah, I probably drove over.
1: You probably drove home then that night. But yeah, you and I got together and we saw Signs opening night.
0: And... We did.
1: And uh, <laughs> I rewatched that movie and
0: I'm like... It's okay. It's still
1: a fine movie.
0: Yeah, I... As far as M. Night Shyamalan goes, it's probably my favorite of his. The Village is still lying. I... Nobody likes The Village, I understand, but I
1: like it. It... <sighs> I just couldn't get into the plot. I mean, I, I don't, don't like, know. I like most of his movies in reality. I like The Sixth Sense. I like Unbreakable. I like Signs. I like The Village. Lady of the Water? Lady of the Water is very forgettable, but it, it's unique. It's just poorly made. I mean, it's poorly structured. That's the biggest problem. It's poorly written but it's got a lot of wonderful ideas.
0: The guy who only works out the left side of his body. Yes.
1: <laughs> Robert Rodriguez's little brother. Or right side of his body. I don't remember. Something yeah. like that. And uh, and then his movie started getting crappy because he did Avatar. Uh, and then he did uh, After Earth. Uh, and then...
0: He has a new one coming out, doesn't he? He's
1: always got, yeah, He's got something every year almost. Oh, wow. Uh, then he did... He made... Oh, uh he did Glass and yeah. uh, Split, which I both like. I like the Unbreakable Trilogy.
0: Yeah, I need to watch those. They're really good.
1: And he came back and started doing horror movies, which they're up and down. But there's that one movie that's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, but it's not because he didn't direct it. But it feels just like it because he wrote it. Uh, Devil. I
0: never saw that.
1: It's it's people trapped in an elevator. And they're dying. Oh,
0: yeah. And they're being
1: killed. And it's a whodunit. And it's the devil that's actually doing it. All
0: right. It's really good. Huh. It's really, really good. Yeah, I remember when that came out and it said, like, from the mind of Night Shyamalan, he, but it's, then it's, it wasn't him. It's
1: his story and script, but it very much feels like it's his movie, like he directed it. Interesting. But other than that, uh, just. <laughs> it's. It was, it's uh, We're like an hour. It's, in. it's November 4th, oh. and I, I already hung up my Christmas lights in my tree. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: I pulled. Yeah, I drove. As I drove in here, I'm just like, oh. Yup you got your lights up. they have not been out all year sir i put them out the other night i yeah. took them down
1: in june but i put them back out
0: <laughs> yeah no i uh that's funny that you say that too because uh last weekend we came up to um a park mm-hmm. like right over by the the uh, over by the new high school yeah uh i don't know oh because uh, we got flu shots and oh. so that was over in west des moines and so we were coming over to this park because whenever we have, whenever the kids get shots, we pretty much let them do whatever they want for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we went and got like Happy Meals, and then we went to this park because then that's like their favorite. And it's a that's an amazing park. Is it over because
1: there. it's the end of the world when they get shots?
0: They uh, we don't tell them until we're like halfway to the hospital, <laughs> uh, and then when we tell them, uh, like that is the saddest you will ever see them. And then when they get it, it's it's pretty miserable. And then they're just sad Yeah. Uh, until you get to, like... Uh, a lot of times, Vivi will want to get cake pops at Starbucks. Okay. Because who doesn't love cake pops at Starbucks, I guess? They're delicious. Um, and then Beckett usually wants, like, a milkshake or something. So we ended up actually going to yeah just McDonald's I guess anyway so my whole point of this was I drove by your place Yeah. and I pointed at it and I said that's where my friend Matt lives and both my kids were very engrossed in their iPads which they also got because they had shots and so they didn't care but I looked up and I do not remember seeing the lights (laughs) I was going to say if they were excited
1: I was hoping I would have gotten a text message saying hey we're outside they want to say hi and I no we were going
0: straight to the park. um
1: yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? Don't feel too bad because, you know, you can't be worse than my mom who literally said, you got to get done with work early because you have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. And it's okay. So I told work, hey, I have to leave early. My mom says I have a doctor's appointment. She's picking me up. <laughs> was to get a shot? No, oh. it was my mom. She picked up. She said, I have to take him to get a doctor's appointment. Okay, sounds good. So I got off work early mm-hmm. and we drove all the way to Adel. And I'm like, why are we going all the way here for a doctor's appointment? And we pulled up, and it was a fucking therapy clinic. My mom oh. tricked me into therapy. <laughs> like, my so- like freshman or sophomore year in high school. Oh, yeah. I was so pissed. And literally, because my mom is someone who thinks if you're not smiling, you're depressed. Yeah. Which, yeah, I have depression. Who doesn't now in 2022? Uh, but even back then, everyone, if you weren't smiling, they said you had depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really, like I said, I haven't had a... Oh, I hit my rings. Oh, good job. Um, I got this transformer. Hey, you turned him into a cassette. Yay! Um, <laughs> uh, yet nothing's really happened with me. It really hasn't. Yeah, It's just yeah. been work and then just hanging at home. I haven't done anything. Just drawing mostly. Doing more of my children's book stuff. Like yeah, that. you've
0: been putting out more drawing. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you're sharing drawings more often now. Or
1: uh, Billy and... And Callie. And, yes. And Callie, yeah. Uh yeah. It's because I, I want to. Yeah. Uh, I really want to keep working on this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get, like... Like like actions and stuff like done because I'm realizing I'm like I'm just drawing a boat, like standing up all the time, but uh yeah. trying to do some fun things oh, yeah, and yeah. things like that and uh, listening to a lot of music helps with those kind of things and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, other than that, not much. Just working um, and just kind of just waiting for winter to come.
0: <laughs> yeah, dreading. that's kind of the mode we're in. Which is funny to me, too, because like at the beginning of winter, we were com- we were like on the podcast, we are just like, it's winter, there's nothing to do and nothing to talk about. Yeah. And now we're just like, well, what did we do all summer? <laughs> Which we did a bunch of stuff, I guess. It just, just wasn't. Stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, um... But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm dreading winter, to be honest. But yeah, it's because it sucks. I just hope it's not a bad winter.
0: Yeah, well, Last year you was you not bad dri- You have
1: to drive in it every day. I do... So, but I'm gonna get some new tires soon, so that's oh, kind of a priority. Go. Yeah, but uh, no, I hopefully have something to discuss more in depth. But I, I actually think this was a great podcast to talk about. No, yeah, it's fun to talk about
0: school. Sometimes I'm like shooting the shit episodes. That I I enjoy.
1: Oh, I love them. I <laughs> so, absolutely love them.
0: I, and it's funny too, because like when I look at the analytics for them, like some of them do really well, some of them don't. So this is like whatever. But yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we're hitting like an hour. So, uh, to everyone listening, no one talks to us on social media. So, you know, as long as Twitter's still around, you might as well hit us up. For now. We're not going to pay $8 to get a checkmark, though. I don't know. We could pay $8 to get a checkmark. Are you going to pay $8 to get yourself a checkmark? No, but uh, it's $8. Thank you, Stephen King, for getting it down from $20. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, anyway, uh, to everyone out there, go buy our merch, and thanks for listening. Thank you.